Thanks for choosing to listen to the Sex Series on Life Central Youth Podcast. Whether you're single, dating, or in a long-term relationship, we believe that this series can help you win in the world of relationships. For more teaching content and information on Life Central Youth, go to our Instagram and YouTube channels. Just search Life Central Youth or go to the church website, lifecentralchurch.org.uk. Hello and welcome to our final episode in the sex series. Um, welcome to everyone who's listening. Um, I'm here. My, my name's Hannah, in case anyone doesn't know me. Uh, I'm joined by Adam, Lauren, Laura, Andy and Beth. Um, Andy, why don't you tell us why we are doing this series? Well, basically, we're doing it because we want you to win in the world of relationships. It is such a difficult place to navigate and it is the source of I think of a lot of hurt and pain and regret in our world and so we want to give you principles that you can apply to your life and to your dating we want to help you win in the world of relationships great so we've had uh, three previous episodes we've had uh, singleness and hooking up hallmarks of a healthy relationship and sex and other things um if you haven't heard any of those pause this now and go back and listen to them um we need you to to go and hear those before you hear this one we want you to hear the whole series um but we are gonna head up uh, today with breaking up and moving on which is our final episode so we're going to talk about breaking up and moving on so to kick that off um we want to hear has anybody had any bad breakup stories has anybody had any yeah, really I bad am. experiences? Okay, I'll, I'll go. So, <laughs> this is really weird. Basically, I knew that we were going to break up. So, I was dating this girl for not long, probably about three or four months, but I knew we were going to break up. It was a pretty intense relationship. It was all like, we're just snogging and kissing constantly. And <laughs> literally, just like, do you want to go on a date? Yeah, to come back to my house and let's just snog. That was literally it. And then she was <laughs> like, oh, uh, I'm moving down to Oxford. Um, I don't think this is going to work. I was like, yeah, of course it will. Long, ter- long, long distance relationship, fine. Anyway, fast forward for a few weeks, it wasn't working, and it was blatant it weren't working. And I was like, I'm not going to let you break up with me, with me over text. So, <laughs> I got on a train, paid £90 for a ticket. Wow. I went, I lived in Coventry at the time. I got on a train from Coventry down to Oxford, which was a nightmare because I had to go into London to come out. Met her, I dressed up, took her out for a really nice dinner. And it was like chatting as if everything was perfect and I knew what was coming and it was just really, really awkward. And then in the end, she just sort of broke up with me and then she had to <laughs> take me in her car back to the train station. That's oh. so awkward. Yeah. Yeah. awkward. That's, that's pain a lot for a lot of pain there. Yeah. <laughs> did you, no. did you pay for dinner as well? I did, yeah. Wow. wow. No, no that, way. That whole breakup card probably cost me a couple of hundred quid. It yeah. Wow. Plus therapy. You most sp- expensive yeah. breakup. So you spent more on a breakup than most people spend on a date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the irony. That a gentleman, is so true. A gentleman, that's what it is. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, I had a bad one as well. I um, had my year 13 prom. It was the last one. It was a big deal. I was going with like um, captain of the rugby team. Mm completely head over heels for him we'd been dating for a few weeks and um it was the end of prom and i was there standing in my prom dress feeling like a princess and he just said lauren i don't think this is gonna work on prom night on on the night did he really hate your dress 
No, yeah, Laura, no, I looked killer in my dress. <laughs> it wasn't that. You um, might have had bad taste. Yeah, but the next morning I got on a plane and went to Kenya, so it was all good. I wow, left him behind. Rebound, Kenya. And here ends the podcast. Yeah. When you split it up, move to Kenya. Yeah, so that's <laughs> our recommendation yeah. for breaking up and moving on. Thanks for tuning in. Get on a plane, <laughs> fly to Kenya. It'll be great. <laughs> See you guys. No, yeah. we're just kidding. We're totally just kidding. Um, so that's some bad breakup stories. Let's move on. Um, so we're talking about breaking up and moving on so how do we know when a relationship needs to end like adam you said you kind of knew it was it was coming um but how do you know when a relationship is gonna end how do you know when it's coming to its conclusion yeah so i think the the tricky thing about this is if you really care about someone and really love someone it's hard to admit that you shouldn't be with them Mm. and i think just because you care about them and just because you love them doesn't mean that it's a healthy relationship to be in. So I think some of this is, um, some of this may even just be literally writing, it sounds really cold, like writing an inventory kind of like about your relationship. Like actually compared to the good that they do you, like how much damage do they do you? Mm. Um, And I think, I think often there can be relationships where we really love the person, we really care about them, but deep down there is something in us that knows actually this person is damaging me Mm. Um, and that's a really difficult place to get to I think Um, just because you finish with someone doesn't mean you don't care about them but I think yeah I I actually might even suggest like an inventory or just a really frank conversation or even conversations with close friends to say what do you see Mm. in this relationship is this healthy Um, and being prepared to hear answers that you don't want to hear Mm. like that yeah the answers you don't want to hear back from them yeah, I've definitely been in relationships where there have been loads of good things about a person, but actually one quite significant thing that was really damaging. And um, we recommended a series called Relationship Goals. And one of the things that Mike Todd speaks about in that is um, if you had like a big drink of water that was really fresh and it had ice in it and it was really good, if someone put a little drop of poison into that, would you drink it? And of course the answer is no. And um, in relationship it can be like that. There can be so many good things about a person, but actually if there's something that's really fundamentally damaging, um, even though there's all these good things actually that relationship probably isn't for you and Laura I totally agree um listening to your friends and family and actually asking what what they think is is such a good thing because sometimes when you're in it you can't see what it looks like from the outside I think as well when it comes to relationships like taking stock of like how you feel in yourself in like your well-being how you feel about Mm, yourself for example if you um you know spend all day with the person you're in a relationship with and you come home and actually feel really rubbish about yourself you need to assess is that because you're feeling really insecure in general or is that because they've made you feel that way um and often that'll also be the same person that you run to to try and find your security so Mm. it can be really difficult but Mm. i think it's thinking how do you feel when you're with them like do you come away feeling lighter feeling happier do they do they help make you a better person or actually do you end up sort of you know not being (laughs) yeah there was a really good illustration i saw that um (coughs) if two people aren't right together in the bible talks about iron sharpening iron and so one person will make the other person sharper and the illustration was um if you uh if it's not iron it's wood and what ends up happening is the the iron gets blunt and the wood gets damaged Mm. and actually if it's not a healthy relationship then one of you gets damaged and one of you gets blunt um and so if it's a relationship that isn't right there's actually a lot at stake yeah i think it's important to say as well just because you fall out it doesn't mean it's wrong Mm. yeah like and and i think like 
it's really difficult balance and, and attention of like just because just because it's difficult it doesn't mean it's not right but also just because it's easy it doesn't mean it's right mm. uh, and i think like sometimes they can make you angry and and do you know what i mean you can be going like oh they just can't constantly make me angry maybe the the, the issue isn't them it's you and mm. the issue is that they're making you angry because there's already anger in you and they're just mm. bringing that out yeah, and so so it's it's a real delicate thing and that's why i think it's like it's not just that yeah. oh they've done my head and i'm going to finish with them like it's a, it's a slow careful process and um, that you have to go through rather than just a like making it on on a whim because they've annoyed you that yeah. day mm. and i think it is that balance isn't it because no person is perfect and every single human being is going to make mistakes you also equally can't just if someone makes one mistake be like that's it they're not the right person it's like assessing that because i mean everyone makes mistakes and messes up so it's also taking into account that as well so i think it's just holding it all in balance mm. yeah so when we've when we've maybe like looked at the relationship and realized like okay we you know, there's a breakup happened here and actually there's something, you know, going on that isn't just, oh, we've had a little fallout, but actually a relationship needs to end. So, like, what if someone's really hurt you during that? Like, there can be a lot of hurt. Um, how do we deal with that? What do we do, Andy? I think I'm going to use the F word, um, and that F word Ooh. is forgiveness. Everyone got excited <laughs> then. Ah. A few eyebrows <laughs> raised in the room. And, it, and it's the obvious word, but I think, like, you've got to, you've got to, got to find a place find a way to get to a place of forgiveness um because unforgiveness and choosing not to forgive somebody is like you drinking poison and expecting the other person to die mm. like you're only going to hurt yourself and i think like that's hard because if someone cheats on you or do you know what i mean if someone does break up with you on prom night or whatever sorry to bring the pain up again lauren um but like you naturally and like it's a human response to want to stay angry at them because you think that that's getting back at them but actually you have to work at getting towards a place of forgiveness and letting mm. and letting go and 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 sometimes and andy stanley to quote them again <laughs> um, andy stanley was saying like you know you you can choose to forgive and then pretend to forget and it's like almost like that that sense of going i'm gonna i'm gonna choose to forgive and then pretend to forget about it and try to move on with life because otherwise you'll just keep hurting yourself in that and i think mm. it's really really important that that that's like the f it will take time forgiveness you can't just do it like you can't just go right forgive you move on um i think it takes time but i think starting with that okay you've really hurt me i'm gonna move towards a place of forgiveness and and mm. Like it's not just a one-time thing. Like you have to continually do it because that hurt will keep coming up and up and up, and it will come up in in you know future. You will have still experience that pain, but you've got to choose to forgive on that. And I think that's a really important place to start. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think as well, thinking about the idea of hurt is uh, that you can also be the person causing hurt in a relationship. So it's like taking the time to check yourself and um, assessing like how would your words and actions come across if you were the other person and taking that time to kind of try and remember that you are also capable of causing hurt to someone else. I remember going to a Taylor Swift concert a few years ago and um, on the screens before she came on stage, uh, it was basically video clips of her offering relationship advice. I'll leave it up to you guys listening whether you think Boo. Taylor Swift's someone to get relationship advice from. No, I've hated on Taylor Swift. I love T-Swizz. For the whole time. T-Swizzle? T-Swizzle, yeah, yeah, mate. That is such a white boy comment. <laughs> <laughs> 
either. I'm nervous of her love of cats, but other than that, yeah, back hmm. up, yeah. But uh, yes, Sorry, <laughs> it's fine. We had a little diversion there. Um, but basically, one of the things she said, I think she was 23 or 24 at the time that she had this realization that when it comes to relationship, that it's not just always the other person's fault and that she could also partially probably be to blame. You and I mean, I was kind of surprised that at 23, 24, it had taken her that long to figure it out. But like, I think it is that element of actually like, two people are in a relationship so both can cause that hurt and i so. think when you're when you're hurt and you're broken it's difficult to see beyond your own pain isn't mm. it mm. and so you're very quick to point the finger at why it's their fault yes and it's the more hurt you are the harder it is to see yeah. your part in it mm. i think that uh, like picking up on your original point andy about forgiveness and what you've just said is is the truth is like i've had experiences where i've been hurt and i've gone through that like i really want them to feel what i'm feeling i want to get back at them and mm. the only person who ends up getting hurt through that is myself mm. and then my next relationship because i carry that stuff through so uh, th that unforgiveness and that pain i'm carrying into my next relationship and and then i'm damaging that before i've even begun because i'm just like mm. hello love here's all my pain as well boom straight <laughs> on top of you and this is all my unforgiveness from last time and i'm bringing it into this relationship and that's that's really what you talked about earlier about toxic stuff we don't mm. even realize we're doing it sometimes but we bring along all that toxic nature and until we do what andy talked about is like truly go through that process of every day like waking up and saying oh, okay, i'm gonna forgive this person yes yeah. they've hurt me yes this is this is harmful this is like upset me but i'm gonna choose to move forward and see the good in it as well and, mm -hmm. I, and i think that's the first step into beginning to heal yeah you can't start to heal un until you forgive and you forgive and you go right i'm going to forgive that person but that actually doesn't quite heal you from the hurt. Mm. It, it's the start of that process so you forgive and then you go right now i can allow god access to it because almost forgiveness is you hold on to the pain yeah and then like forgiveness is you going okay i'm opening that up now god can you can you heal this? And I think that's really important. Yeah, the final thing I would say on that would just be um, speak to the people who are close to you, speak to your close friends, speak to your family, and speak to God, but actually keep it with just those people. The way you speak about that person actually says a lot more about you than it does anyone else. Yeah. So, you know, keep it with the people that you trust. And, um, yeah, don't don't take them. Let that relationship be between, you know, you and, and the people who you mm rely on yeah and that that leads us on to our, our next question quite well which is when we're actually in that in that moment and after that moment of breakup like how do we break up well so i like what you said there lauren to begin with with like keep it between a close group of people don't you know spread it around you know try and try and break up well um so how do we think we can do that um how how do we break up well yeah i think like it's important to think about that person like you'd think about yourself so like jesus actually teaches on this so he says like love your neighbor as you love yourself and if you're hating on that person you're effectively hating upon yourself so think about that person's heart they've given you their heart they've given you a responsibility to care for that how would you want someone to care for your heart so like like i said earlier um with all that unforgiveness and all that sort of stuff going on someone's trusting you again because there's probably a chance that they may have been hurt in the past or maybe never experienced that and so they're trusting you and so 
if it's not right, like we've talked about, then you've got to break up in the in the nicest way. So text is a no no. Mm. You know, lovingly and gently and if anything, get on a train, pay nine. Get on pounds. the train to Oxford, <laughs> take them out That's for a meal. To do it. That's the way to do it, and then go to Kenya the next day, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a very expensive process breaking up with people. <laughs> yeah. Let me and Lauren do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, w- I would say um be really honest and truthful in that as well. Yeah. So as in um, you know, if if you feel this really needs to end, like don't let them think that they've still got a chance mm. or that um or that, you know, later on you're gonna you're gonna change your mind or stringing them on a little bit after the fact, like that can be really, really hurtful. I think um in a in a kind way you have to let them know like this this is this is the end and this is this is it. There isn't um there isn't a oh if you just change this one thing like it's all gonna work out because actually you've decided that you know this is um this is what needs to happen so I think if if you feel like there isn't you know a chance there you need to let them know that and be really clear on that yeah I think as well like once the breakups happened when you go into a relationship you've got to you've got to take seriously the fact that it's your responsibility to guard them and guard their reputation and that's true after you break up as well Mm. and so I think what can be really easy is that you turn your hurt into gossip and pain and slurring the other person and you want to transfer your hurt onto them by the things you let other people say about them as well but when you're getting into a relationship with them you're committing that I've got this person's back even after the event, even no matter what they say about you, like obviously if you're in an, uh, an abusive relationship or, an, or a relationship where you're hurt, you need to speak to someone. But that doesn't mean um, if they hurt you, speak to everyone and tell everyone about all the worst things about them. Um, I think the best way, it sounds ridiculous, but the best way that you can do avoid really painful breakups actually is by being really careful about the relationships you get into in the first place so So I think I think it's almost going back to the hooking up session and having to listen to that again and going look if you want to avoid painful breakups then be really careful about the relationships that you get into in the first place yeah and I think like on that don't play don't play the god card like don't we should have said this in the in the hooking up session Mm. don't play the god card of god's told me that we should be together Mm. like that's just (laughs) ridiculous but also don't don't play that on getting out as well God's told me that I need to finish here, so to, uh, like it's just it's not great. How and is that going to make someone think of their yeah. opinion of God? Then yeah, like, it's not gonna be great. And, and I think I think there I- there is a prayerful process that you need to go th- go through, particularly if you know you're both Christians. There should be a praying through it process um, and listening to God. But I think like you know if 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 I w- if I was in a Christian relationship uh, and she came to me and said God's told me that we need to split up I'd be like well, he hasn't told me that mm. like mm. I, and and so there's there's a prayerful process there that I think it's a bit of a waste man move to just go God told me to because mm. like sometimes when people say God told me to it's almost like you can't argue with that and actually it might not be what God's saying or and, and I think in you know if you're someone who's going out with someone who's not a Christian and God has said to you that you need to split up don't give that as the reason because like you say it's not going to be a great impression of God and that I, I've got personal story where that went totally wrong for me and it was it was really messy and painful um so I would say don't play the God card mm. yeah I think one thing that um I've learned through breaking up with people in the past is often um 
that if you're the one who's going to break up with someone, you've been obviously thinking about it a lot longer, you've been processing it, um, if there's any kind of grieving in that because maybe they're still a great person but you just want to be with them, like you kind of have already processed that or started to when you break up with them. And the other person might have an inclination that things are coming, but actually I think it's also bearing in mind that that person might be further back down the processing it line like they might not be as far along the journey so not to assume that they're going to be as okay as quickly as you are and actually being really careful with that and careful with their feelings and like not expecting them to just be like totally okay with it in two weeks time because you are because you processed it for two months already or whatever so I think it's just bearing that in mind and being kind to the other person letting them process it I think there's like a level of responsibility isn't there so it's like I would say you need to approach it humbly and stop, yeah. like, I think, like, what you talked about, the God card, is actually get, a lot of people think that's a get out of free jail card of not accepting responsibility there. Because when we go back to this, we're talking about someone's heart, ultimately, and yeah. mm. there, is a, there is a real res- level of responsibility that you, h- you've accepted that level of responsibility by saying, I want to be in a relationship yeah, with really you in the good. first mm. pl- place. And so then there has to be a level of humility to say, do you know what, this hasn't worked, and this is why it hasn't worked on from my point of view and not go it's because of you 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 mm. because actually this doesn't work because i've not done this or you know yeah that's yeah and, and to add to that like think through how would you want somebody to break up with your future wife yeah, like, that's good. like and uh, that's just dawned on me as you were saying that like like how, how would you want somebody to break up with the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with and therefore you treat the person that you're breaking up with because they're they're gonna marry somebody else Mm. and so you treat that person how you want the person that you're gonna marry with and end up spending the rest of your life with how you want them to be treated i think that's a really good way to go into it yeah definitely definitely off the back of that then do you think after a breakup, you can still be friends. Well, not if you've moved to Kenya. <laughs> not <laughs> if you've moved to Kenya. Long distance friends, oh. pen pals. Yeah, pen, pen pals. Yeah, you could write to him. Um, what do you think? Can you still be friends? I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to back this up with a story, which I do have permission to share. Because uh, for you lovely people listening, you guys might not realise that myself and Dan Murphy, who does our worship at church, we actually dated for a while. Um, gosh it was a few years ago now but basically we dated and at the time I was living here in Hills Owen and he was living in Cornwall so it was like long distance and then we broke up and then a week later he actually moved to Hills Owen and joined the church so it went from being long distance relationship to very close distance non-relationship and I think at first we definitely had to have space I think you can't be you can't just be on friendly terms with someone straight away I think it's that thing of emotionally it's quite loaded if you're going to try and carry on being friends straight away and we did have a period where um we didn't talk all that much not because we were purposefully ignoring each other but because we're just giving some space allowing some processing time but over time we have you know started chatting we'll often be in the same social spheres we'll see each other at church we'll ask each other how like we're getting on how things are going and we are friends now we we get on um but that didn't happen straight away and so I think yes you can be friends but I think it takes time and it takes patience um and it takes both people um being okay with having that space I think it can be so easy to try and boomerang into the friendship really quickly because you want that friendship but actually more often than not that will just 
hinder your progress towards being friends in the long run so yeah I think it massively depends um I don't think there is an answer that is set for every relationship I think that it's different for different relationships so if you were in a really toxic or abusive relationship then actually I would say maybe don't be friends and it's okay like to mm. to decide actually I need to look after myself and not be friends um there's um a verse in the bible in proverbs 4 23 that says above all else guard your heart for everything you do flows from it and if guarding your heart means taking a step back and actually not having a friendship then I think that's um that's okay but I'd also just say um, you both need to be in the place where you can yeah. be friends. Yeah. So it may it's be really that actually yeah. you're over a person and you're totally good at being friends with them, but actually that person's not quite there yet. And just mm. be really aware, it's not just about where your heart space is, but actually where is their mm. heart space as well. It's good. And sometimes the most loving thing you can do is give someone space. Totally, yeah. yeah. Uh, and all you want to do is, and I don't know whether, I don't think we've mentioned this, but I think often when you break up with someone, you want to be the person to make them okay. You want to be the person that comforts them, especially because you, if you still care about about them but yeah as you say Lauren sometimes the best thing you can do is give them space yeah um, and sometimes it's an in-between of the things isn't it as, as you said like sometimes it's I need space for a while and maybe we can be friends eventually um, but then sometimes it's fine straight away and sometimes it will never work mm. I think it, it like we depends on the level of your intensity of your relationship so if, if, if you're maybe you are Christian maybe you're not Christian and you're listening to this and maybe I don't know what you've done it depends on what level you've gone into with your, your partner so like I think that 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 that's a big thing in the sense of like, especially when we're talking about sex and maybe you've got started going down that road of it. I think then you're starting to expose certain things on each other that you wouldn't expose to other friends. So like I remember mm. like I had growing up and started doing things with girls, I couldn't be friends with them because like they'd seen me or done. Do you know what I mean? I felt like my mates I'd hang out with would see me do that sort of stuff. So it yeah. became really awkward in that mm. sense, and so. And I think there are some girls that I dated back in the day that we're friends with now, but our relationship is totally different than what mm. it would be mm. with any other friends. Does that make sense? Mm. And I think that when you're Christians and you date and you break up, it's probably a little bit different there because you're not going to be as intensely sexual with each other. But there is still that sexual attraction. And I think, again, it depends yeah. on how intense your relationship mm. is with one mm. another. Mm. And I think it's throwing it back to what we said in the first episode, like, do do you want your dating story and and your like you know you you see them in twenty years time and as that uh, do you want that to be oh yeah we dated for a bit he's a great guy it just didn't work out which is like mm. you and Dan uh, yep. I'm pointing at Beth uh, for those <laughs> of you that can't see who I'm pointing at but like or is it uh, oh my gosh dive into the cabbage to hide <laughs> away because it's so <laughs> embarrassing and so awkward that you used to date them and it was painful and actually you want it to be the point where it's where even though it didn't work out it's a positive story that you can mm. tell mm. Mm. definitely definitely so um what if you've uh, been broken up for a little while you've decided you know you can't really be friends at the moment and actually like you're in a place where it still really hurts um what do you do in that situation <laughs> oh my gosh, I wish I hadn't shared now. that story. <laughs> the Kenya thing, guys. Long uh, running joke now. I think I think you've got to look after yourself. Like yeah. I think um I'm I think I'm really good at this. Um possibly too good because I'm I'm a little bit emotionally unavailable as we've discovered through this, but um <laughs> like I think like just being really sensible and not torturing yourself. So mm -hmm. like, you know, if you had a song, like don't listen to it. Like there is a certain song now that I won't 
huge listen to because yeah. I'm like that Same. was a a moment like for yeah. me and someone else. So I'm like actually I wouldn't mm. hugely listen to that I've now. Yeah, and like Not if you still hurt by it, but if you've got some of their stuff, because lads, let's be honest, you you reach a certain age around fourteen or fifteen, and you get a girlfriend, and she basically steals all your best hoodies. <laughs> like it's what girls do, and like like wash that hoodie, get the smell of her perfume out that hoodie. Like if you've <laughs> got if you've got some of their stuff that reminds you of your time together, get rid of it. Like like do do things to look after yourself, not in a selfish way, but in a in a like like that verse, above all else, guard your heart. Mm. And I think like don't be listening to Heart FM at eleven o'clock at night when it's shouting out all the couples and the love songs. Like sack it off. Don't watch rom coms. Like avoid stuff that's gonna make you wallow in your pain and your sadness. And I think on the other side of your emotional unavaili- unavailability, I love you, Andy. I think I would say that it's also important to process the pain that you have. Yeah. So, and I think that is unhealthy processing, wallowing. But it is important to put it somewhere. And so whether that's I don't know if you're into journaling fine if you're into exercise go and run and run hard and get that anger and get that pain out if you need to talk to somebody I think find a way to process and express the pain that you're feeling but don't in a healthy way in a healthy way yeah yeah I think actually going back to Kenya because let's just embrace it um, (laughs) well done Lauren yeah within that couple of weeks where I was in Kenya um I was there was times where I was so distracted and I was doing things that made me feel alive um you know I was I was busy and it was good but I also made sure that I had time to cry and and time to process and time to do exactly what you said and I think that is the main thing that it's such a balance don't go all into like complete distraction or rebound or but also don't go all into wallowing it's it's that balance and even though I am emotionally unavailable. You're not. And I'm That's not. You're but not. like not. I think like the the awareness of mental health is so good these days. Yeah. But there is still a stigma for lads that it, that it's that it's it you like you can't be not okay. Like you've got to pretend that you're okay all the time. And I yeah. think like lads, if your mate has split up with somebody, like find space where you can phone them, where you can hang out and say, Are you alright? Mm. Like I wanna give you that space. Like like I listened to somebody to a podcast the other day, and they talked about mental health, and they talked about just phoning your mates and saying, "Are you all right?" Mm-hmm. And like, so I text my mates and said, "Let's let's catch up o- over Zoom." And we like we had banter and talked about footy and blah blah blah. And then we had a moment, and we were like, "Are you all right? What's going on in your world? Are you are you feeling all right?" And I think like checking in with each other, girls so are important. far better at this yeah. than but lads not everyone. are. But, but not, not everyone. Not, it's not just a yeah. girl boy thing. But I think I think like friends, be aware if your mate has gone through a break or check in with them. Yeah. Are you all right? How are you doing on that? How are you feeling about that? And and give them the space um, uh, to to look at it. And I think I think the other key thing is, and it's like working out the pain and the and the working it out in a healthy way. Like one of the things is don't go on the rebound. Rebound. Mm. Like if you've got a broken heart, the way to fix it isn't going and kissing loads of people and you know do, doing all that. In the same way that if I broke my leg. Like I let it heal before I go back out and play yeah, footy. Right. Yeah, you don't put a plaster on a huge gaping wound. Yeah, like, you don't do a quick fix. Yeah, actually, you need to let it heal. Exactly, mm-hmm. and I think like don't go out on the rebound. Like, do your best to not just reach out for that cheeky little flirt and that that like little 
thing that's going to make you feel good like it's remember every other person we've got responsibility to look after their heart and that's really really important mm, absolutely so our last question then moving on uh, to reaching towards the end how do we deal with baggage so like adam you kind of like um kind of started us off on this a little bit because you spoke about that we can carry things into like into the next relationship or we can carry things around afterwards how do we deal with it's really funny actually as we're talking uh, uh, i've just literally thought of something that i carried into like my marriage basically and this is like obviously i'm married now i've been married eight years but when i met bridget she had gone to so silly she'd gone to a concert with her ex-boyfriend to see elbow and um she wanted it as our first dance and I was just like no way that's nothing to do with us and I because I'd been so hurt in the past with other things I was just like I'm not having that in in my life basically and it was just incredibly incredibly painful for me I was just like I don't want any sort of like experience of your ex in my life it was a band for crying out loud like what what was that even about like I actually enjoyed elbow a lot (laughs) And so I think, like, with that, I had to go through this process. I think what we've talked about is of forgiveness, of constant forgiveness. And it was if I'd forgiven my, my, my past and my, my hurts and letting them go, really, and stop dragging all my hurts and insecurities into this sort of relationship. And um, I ended up booking tickets to go see Elbow. And so we went to see, we went to see them. So and, good. Um, I love that. And we Making new memories. Like yeah, and, we, and I just was like, this has got to be for us now. It mm. doesn't... Because, like, she's probably done loads of stuff with lads in the past, gone on holidays and stuff like that. I'm not going to be like, we can't go to Greece because you went there. with No more holidays. Holidays are bad. No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We can't can't have a, you know. It's like, we have to, I have to let go of that stuff, Mm. of all that hurt that I've carried and forward. And do you know what? We love Elbow. We go see him all the time now. It's brilliant. And, yeah. Back Mm. in the day when you could have concerts. Yeah. I know, I've got kids now, don't <laughs> well, and, 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 and Corona. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that one too. And that one. Oh, the Rona. Yeah, I think the problem with not dealing with baggage is um, often when we're not dealing with it and we're not learning from it and looking for something new, we end up with the same thing. Um, and in relationship goals, he uses this quote: "Same issues with a different face." And that's something I can totally relate to because I wasn't dealing with baggage. I was looking for um, similar people and finding myself in similar situations and I think one thing we really need to do is is change our narrative change our perspective so maybe we were really hurt by a relationship but rather than wallowing that wallowing in that and and um spending time just feeling sorry for ourselves actually use that what can I learn from this what can I use this for how can I make sure that in my next relationship I avoid this or make it better so actually using the baggage that you've got and using it to push you forward into better relationship because I think like what ends up happening is like we talked about this kind of earlier before we've done this is it can become like a comfort blanket for you because you're like well this is what I'm used to this is what I like and almost expecting you to get hurt in this manner so and actually I heard someone say this the other day I, I think it was Simon in church and he sort of talked about like the devil we never use that word do we but the devil like <laughs> the enemy whatever he kind of uses that sort of stuff that comfortable nature in us to hold us down he sort of sit back down in that and just uh, we want to move forward in yeah, our relationships yeah. like Lauren mm-hmm. said we want to use that stuff it's like forgive but almost you don't have to forget about it in the sense of like do you know what mm. let's just use that springboard us into something better in, in the future mm. absolutely absolutely anybody got anything else to add on that topic if not we will 
end there. Um, so thank you so much, guys, for listening. Um, that's been so, so good. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to the whole series. Um, like we've been doing uh, at the end of all the ep- all the other episodes, we want to recommend something to you. Um, so we want to recommend um, a U version uh, Bible. Um, what are they called? Devotional. 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 <laughs> 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 a U version Bible devotion. Um, so if you uh, go on the App Store and download the U version app, um, on there you'll find there's loads of devotionals. Um, so this one is called Dating in Black and White, um, which is a five day devo- uh, relationship devotional. It's not too long, it's just five days. That What's nice about them is they're usually quite short as well, and they'll bring something in um, from the Bible as well, which is really, really so important. So that's Dating in Black and White. We really want to encourage you. Um, to go across and read that on the new version app um we would love you to uh like this to subscribe to our um podcast channel to share this with your friends we think this series has had some absolute gold in it and some amazing moments that aren't just um for for christians to listen to it's for for anyone to listen to wherever they're at in their relationships wherever they're at um whether they call themselves a Christian or not. Um, So we think this has had some real moments of gold and we just really want to encourage you to share that with friends, to go back, listen to it again in the future as well. We've enjoyed this so, so much. This has been The Sex Series. We'll see you guys soon.